Come gather round the campfire and hear our ghostly tales of chilling terrors, darkest woes, and anything that goes bump in the night. So cuddle up with your best friend or dare it alone. The darkness is closing in and spirits are calling your name. This is Fireside Phantoms. guys so this week um both carol and i ended up having rather long stories so you're going to hear my story this week and next week you're going to hear carol's but we're not going to go back and forth between the two because one story will take up the entire time of one episode so don't be expecting us to switch it out because it's going to be just one person this week and one person next week thanks carol do you remember um a couple episodes back when I was talking about, um, when I was ranting about spiders. Yes. Okay. And I said something in that episode about spiders having their eyes on their stomachs. <laughs> it turns out I'm incorrect about that. It turns it's out her. that spiders' eyes are actually on their heads. <laughs> oh, no. You said, you said their mouths were on their belly. Oh, did I say mouths? You said their mouths were on their belly. I thought I said their eyes. No, their mouths. Well, here's the thing. I think their mouths and their eyes are both on their head, not on their... <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I was wrong, and I want to fess up to that. I want to take accountability. I was having this conversation about it with my sister, Rosemary, and I go, yeah, their eyes are on their stomachs. She goes, no, you've seen Charlotte's Web. You know where their eyes are. <laughs> and I'm like, you're right. The eyes are on the head as well as the mouth. So anyway, there you go. I'm doing Deadly Spiders tonight. Oh my God. That is one thing that like, I know so many people cannot listen to spider stories before oh, but they, they can. go to bed. But they can, oh. because here we go. All right, here we go. <laughs> this is not supernatural. In fact, everything I'm about to tell you is purely factual. So that's what's different about this story is that I'm not doing anything woo woo or weird. This is just basic fact about spiders. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, here we go. Okay. Here I'm going to start off with my favorite one. I'm doing four different types. I actually just went in and Googled world's deadliest spiders, and these are the ones that came up the most. So here we go. The brown recluse spider. Okay. Yes. I'm familiar, very familiar with that one. Yes, you should be because <laughs> it bit me. They probably live in your house somewhere. Oh, no, okay. it bit me. It bit me, Holly. I had to go to the hospital. <gasps> oh, shit. I didn't know that. Yeah. And I had a scar on my arm that did not heal for like 10 years. 10 you years. may have some PTSD then from <laughs> listening to this story because, shit, these spiders will fuck you up. This fucked me up so bad. Here's some facts about the brown recluse spider. Okay. Yeah. It's not a very large spider, and actually it is less than an inch in size. They are called brown recluse spiders, but they can range in all sorts of colors from white to dark brown to gray to black. The spider has a violin-like shape on its back, which has earned it many names, such as the fiddleback spider, the brown fiddler, or the violin spider. I knew it would be a violinist come kill me. <laughs> it's a musical spider coming after you for sure. Of course. The brown recluse can live up to one to two years, and the females will lay their eggs from May until July, usually depositing about 50 eggs per sack. The babies hatch within about a month and take about a year to reach adulthood. The brown recluse likes to be away from people and be in quiet, undisturbed areas. They build their webs in wood piles, cellars, closets, garages, any place that is dry and left alone. If in a home, they prefer to be in or around cardboard, 
because to them it resembles tree bark, which is a home of choice when outside. The spiders will leave their webs at night to hunt. They tend to not pursue or assert themselves at humans, but will only bite when they feel threatened or scared. The brown recluse likes to live in the southeastern United States, including Nebraska, Iowa, Illinois, Indiana, Ohio, Texas, Georgia, and Kentucky. So if you live in any of those states, or apparently Oregon. So if you were bit by a brown recluse spider, Carol, you may experience systemic symptoms such as nausea, vomiting, fever, rashes, and muscle and joint pain. It happened. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> but did it? Did it? Yeah. So I did have a fever and I had the shakes and sweating. Like I remember yep. like sweating. You definitely got thinking, bit by I kept thinking something. I had the flu. <laughs> yes, it feels like the flu. Mm -hmm. Though rare, some bites can result in organ damage and even death. If you are bit by a brown recluse and receive a cutaneous spider bite, then you may experience a necrotizing ulcer at the site of the bite. This can result in the destruction of the flesh and result in deep scars. The area could become gangrenous as well. There's a website called The Guardian. They covered a story of a London man named James that suffered a brown recluse spider bite. Here is his experience being bit by a brown recluse spider. He was at a friend's flat and he reached into a bowl of bananas and he felt a pinch on his left hand. He shrugged it off and he caught a cab to go home. The moment he got into the cab, he began to feel very ill like he had the flu, just like you, Carol. When he got home, he went straight to his bedroom. His roommate was home watching a movie, but after a while, the roommate heard James screaming in his bedroom. James' door was locked, so his roommate had to kick the door down. He found James sweating screeching and clasping his hand which was red and swollen what a wuss i didn't scream or cry you, you were definitely tougher than james <laughs> he sent james to the hospital straight away at the hospital james temperature was 109 degrees fahrenheit which was the highest temperature that hospital had ever recorded that did not result in death oh my god james was next looked at by a tropical disease team his arm was almost black with track marks reaching towards his shoulder. This was the poison springing up his limb. The disease team did not know at first what it was, as the spider bite, which was a black spot with a white ring around it, had been removed during his wound cleaning. James having, was having both a systemic and cutaneous reaction. His skin and tissue were dying and his organs were shutting down and his blood was thickening. The doctors had to cut away at the dead flesh on his hand to try to stop the venom from spreading. James spent two weeks in the hospital. The doctors wanted to amputate his arm up to the elbow. They were worried the necrosis would spread to James' heart and would kill him. He refused the operation. That's some spider bite. I know, right? He still had to undergo four operations in four weeks. However, he was able to keep his arm because his body finally became strong enough to fight the necrosis. Did he have any uh, underlying health issues besides uh, the just article? Did not mention that. I don't remember reading that, so I don't think so. I think he was. I think he was healthy. I think he just got a really good spider bite on his oh hand. Oh my lord! So he had to have a skin graft from his thigh to replace the tissue on his arm. The hospital was finally able to determine that it was a brown recluse spider that had bit him because the initial wound had been photographed and they were able to cross-reference it with photos of other brown recluse spider bites. It took James a full six months to heal from all of the surgeries and even now he cannot feel the back of his left hand. That poor guy. He'll never reach for another banana again. Fuck that. Fuck that shit. No more bananas. My next spider story is of the Black Widow. Yay. 
This one's interesting because I found out stuff about the Black Widow I didn't really know. Um, so the Black Widow spider belongs to a larger family of spiders that include the Brown Widow, the Red Widow, the European Black Widow, and the Australian Redback, and many others. The species varies in size and females can usually be identified by an hourglass shape on their underside. Some may joke that the hourglass means that your time is running out. <laughs> Ooh. Yeah. Only the females are dangerous to humans. The black widow gets its name because this species of spider is said to eat the male after mating. However, not all females in this species will eat the male. Much of the information about these spiders have been observed in the lab, so it was common for the females to eat the males when the males could not escape. So essentially, they'd have them in the mm -hmm. same little tank together. Male can't get away, so the female's like, you know what? I'm hungry. He looks delicious. I'm going to eat him. <laughs> It's interesting that not all of them would eat the males. Yeah. So I wonder if it's just only the juicy so males here, get here's, eaten. So here's what else I learned. Um, however, male black widows will typically select their mate by sensing certain chemicals in her web that tell him she is already eaten so he can avoid hooking up with a hungry spider. Nice. So I think that perhaps what they found in the lab was that because these male spiders couldn't escape they would be eaten but in the wild perhaps they can choose their mate mate with her and get the fuck out of there before she decides to have them for dessert right you know so it could be that that's a misconception of black widow spiders i don't know just what i read on the internet you know everything on the internet is true okay black widow spiders like to nest in the dark and in quiet places like wood piles under desks basements and places like that they enjoy eating flies mosquitoes grasshoppers beetles and caterpillars because black widows cannot see very well, they depend on vibrations through the web to give them information about their environment. Like the brown recluse, black widows will only bite when they cannot escape. Black widows are found on every continent except Antarctica. In the U.S., about 2,200 people are bitten each year, but most do not require medical treatment. No deaths due to black widow bites have been reported in the USA since 1983. If someone is bitten, they may experience severe muscle pain, abdominal cramps, abnormal sweating, increased heart rate, difficulty breathing, and muscle spasms. The symptoms will usually last three to seven days, but can last longer. And in 2006, a man in Redwood City, California, told Slate.com about his experience being bit by a black widow spider. For three nights, he experienced profuse sweating, so bad that he had to change his sheets three times in one night because they were soaking wet. He had to change them twice the next night. He had trouble concentrating and being coherent for five days. He even experienced hallucinations. His wife was concerned that he may have permanent brain damage. He did eventually recover, and once back in good health, he went about the business of cleaning his garage from top to bottom to ensure no more spiders were present. Now we're going to talk about the banana spider, or otherwise known as the Brazilian wandering spider. They are called the banana spider because they are found on banana leaves, and they are also called the wandering spider because they wander the jungles at night to hunt. During the day, they hide in termite mounds, under logs and rocks, and inside banana plants. They Ooh. also like, I know, right? <laughs> they also I like... I won't be eating bananas now. Right. Don't ever eat another banana as long as you can. Uh, they also like dark and moist places or to be near human dwellings, anywhere they can stay dark and hidden during the day. It's easiest to spot them from April to June during their mating season. They are mainly found in northern South America and Central America. 
They are unusual in that they will raise their front legs straight up into the air in an aggressive posture when confronted. Their leg span can reach up to six inches. They are poisonous to humans and are considered to be one of the deadliest of all the world's spiders. Their venom is toxic to the nervous system. Symptoms from a bite from this spider can cause salivation, irregular heartbeat, and prolonged painful erections that can last oh. up to four hours in men. I wonder so if they use that uh, spider venom in Viagra. Actually, they do, and thank you for bringing that up. Scientists oh. <laughs> are investigating the venom of the spider as a possible treatment for erectile dysfunction. I don't know if they okay. use it in Viagra per se, but they're definitely trying to use the venom itself to treat that condition in men. But if you're a guy and you get bit by one of these spiders, um, it says a painful erection that can last for four hours. So oh, that's, <laughs> that is not a, a walk in the park by any means. Nice. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, I um, promise it's not what you think it is. I got bit by a spider, mom. <laughs> yeah, sure Honestly. you did. <laughs> um, their bite can also cause cramps, hypothermia, vertigo, blurred vision, intense sweating, and convulsions. In Seo Sebastio, a single banana spider killed two children. And in late 2013, a family in London, England, bought a bunch of bananas at their local grocery store. Unbeknownst to them, an egg sack for the banana spider was attached to the bananas. When the family brought it home, the no. sack broke open, no. and their house was infested with baby banana spiders. Oh, my God. That has to go on our terror tip. Terror tip. No bananas. No bananas. They had to move out of their house so it could be properly fumigated. And that is the banana spider, a.k.a. the Brazilian wandering spider. Good times. God, I don't live anywhere down there. Oh, my God, right? But yes. you know, we ship bananas up to the United States. <laughs> <laughs> oh, great. So you might have a banana spider wandering through your house. <laughs> oh, my God. With a little Brazilian jersey on. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, and here is my last spider, and I actually saved this one for last because I think it is the worst one, though it is um, considered to be neck and neck with the Brazilian wandering spider. Uh, this is the funnel web spider, and yeah, that already sounds horrible. <laughs> I know. I'm like, what is this, Holly? Yeah. yeah, it's really bad. Actually, today when I was leaving my house, there was a spider at my front door, and I didn't kill it. It was small. And I thought, you know what, after reading about these horrible spiders, I'm not even scared of this spider. Like, it doesn't even phase me. I'm like, it's just a little house spider. <laughs> Who cares? So I just want you guys to know that I've grown because of this research that I've done. And I've learned to embrace spiders uh, that I have in my neighborhood because they're not these spiders, you know? These Holy, are way worse. Do you remember in hypnosis class where we had to do sessions on fear of spiders? I don't Do you remember, remember that. No, but I could. I'm. I'm sure we did because that would have been one of my major phobias. Is that? Is that where you guys met? Yeah. 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 The funnel web spiders are a species of spiders that make funnel webs, which means they can create a web shaped like a funnel with a wide mouth opening, funneling down into a narrow tube. The spider will sit in the narrow end and wait for its prey to become ensnared at the mouth end before running up and capturing it personally. Other funnel spiders will dig a hole in the ground and line the tunnel with its web and wait for the prey to come into the tunnel before it attacks from deep inside. 
These spiders exist in North America, South America, and Australia, but today we will be focusing on the Sydney funnel web spider of Australia as the male counterpart of this species is the most venomous of its family. In fact, its venom can kill in just 15 minutes. Everything deadly is found in Australia. I know. I there is a lot of deadly shit. In fact, we should do an entire episode just on Australia. We should just terror stuff. tip, stay away from Australia terror tip, if you want to live. Don't go down there. <laughs> At all. I mean, they have some sexy actors that come from Australia. <laughs> and they've got those adorable koala bears. But other than that, you and don't need to be there. And the That's accents right. are killer. Yeah. The males are much more venomous than the females are. The Sydney funnel web spider can be anywhere from 0.4 inches to 2 inches of body length. So I imagine that if you go to a spider gym, these are the guys, these are the spiders that are doing free weights by the mirror. <laughs> and when you're walking by, they kind of nod at you and go, what's up? These are those spiders because they're kind of badasses, really. They range in color from blue-black to black to shades of brown or even a dark plum. They are terrestrial, which means they like to be on the ground. But some of their species are, in fact, tree dwellers. These spiders like to eat insects, lizards, or frogs. Whoa. They can eat a whole frog? They can eat frogs. I don't know what size a frog, but it didn't specify that, oh, but they can God. eat a frog. When males are on the hunt for a new girlfriend, they can possibly end up in people's backyards and in their houses. But get this, if they fall into water, like a swimming pool, they can survive for up to 24 hours submerged in the water and survive by collecting tiny air bubbles on the hairs around their stomachs. Ooh. Those fuckers can't be drowned. That scares the shit out of me. And like the banana spider, when they are um, threatened, they will rear up on their hind legs and display their fangs, which are actually quite long and large. So they do like when they do bite. Yeah, well, I don't know if they've ever done a duel between a banana and a Sydney funnel web, but that I bet there is. But we could go on YouTube and find something mm -hmm. like that. Um, but when they do bite, they maintain a firm grip on their victim, and they will bite multiple times and not let go unless they are shook or flicked off. What a dick. Could you imagine getting bit by a fucking spider and it doesn't even let you go because he's so ballsy and full of himself? He's like, yeah, I can take wow. you down. 15 minutes, bitch. Yeah, right? He's scary. One of the main earmarks of this uh, spider is, like I said, his rather large veins, which can pierce through shoe leather. Gosh darn it. When bitten, you will definitely feel it and it will definitely hurt. Symptoms of a venomous bite include muscle spasms, vomiting, profuse sweating, drooling, crying, accelerated heart rate with low blood pressure, unconsciousness, Breathing difficulty, disorientation. I'm surprised they have everything but screaming on there because I definitely think that would be well, on the list. I like that they included crying. Crying, <laughs> but not screaming. It's gonna hurt. <laughs> <laughs> right? I would be I, I would, would be, be screaming. screaming. There would be no doubt I would be screaming. I'd be freaking the fuck out. <laughs> So since the development of an anti-venom in the 1980s, no one has actually died from a funnel web spider bite. However, the treatment for a funnel web spider bite is taken very seriously. You must get to the emergency room right away where you will be treated from, with anywhere from two to four vials of the anti-venom. The medical staff will assess the patient every 15 minutes to determine 
if more vials are needed. The most vials ever used to treat a bite was 12, and they were for a 10-year-old boy who was bitten in 2017. One dose of the antivenom needs about 70 milkings from a Sydney funnel whip spider. And I'm going to talk about spider milkings here in a minute because that is fascinating. Like, how do they do that? Do they get underneath the spider with a bucket? I'm I'm going to tell you, it's really amazing what I found about this because I didn't even know that was a thing until I started to research this. And then I was like, what? It's amazing. It's really kind of cool, actually. News.com.au gives the story of a 51-year-old woman in Australia who was bit by a male funnel spider, a funnel web spider on Boxing Day in 2016. Fiona Denog was lying in bed when she felt something crawling up her leg. Uh-huh. <laughs> I've already freaked out. As an automatic reaction, she kicked her leg and the spider flew or jumped from her leg to her torso where she felt a very sharp pain just under her left breast. She knew she had been bitten. She also discovered later that it had bit her on her left arm as well. But because the first bite was so shocking and painful, she didn't notice the second. She was able to capture the spider and call the emergency room. She could see a rash. Yeah, yeah, that's ballsy. Like you're getting bit by that thing and then you're like, wait, I'll just capture it. So she could see a rash around the bite site and it was spreading quickly across her torso. When the, um, she, so she called the emergency room and when the nurse finally came on the line 25 minutes later, they asked her how she was feeling. And she said, that's when, I know, that's a long time to be on hold at the ER. I'm dead now, thank you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 15 minutes happened a long time ago. I'm so fucked. So that's when she started to realize that her lips were numb and tingly and she could feel the venom spread across her face and tongue. She experienced extreme sweating and saliva production and muscle spasms. When the ambulance arrived 30 minutes later, the paramedics did not have any antivenom. They rushed Fiona to the hospital. So she was talking to the paramedic about, I think I'm going to die. And he's like, well, you're going to have to think of something to live for. (laughs) That's the only thing we can do for you. (laughs) So she's like, basically like, she has a son. So she starts thinking about her son. And that, as we're rushing into the hospital, because she's like, I'm not going to make it. So finally, um, when they brought the spider with him to the hospital, the hospital staff named him Yorick. And he was in this jar, but he was pissed about being in the jar. So he kept rearing up at everyone and showing off his mighty fame. I question, I question the sanity of bringing a live spider into a public building. Well, they did that on purpose because they may, maybe were going to have to milk him for venom, for anti-venom. Oh yeah, the milking and so story. That's, that's why right. they wanted him there because they might. They were thinking they, if they didn't have enough antivenom, they were going to have to use him for venom. Um, also, to identify what she was actually bit by, for sure that it was a funnel web. You know, so mm-hmm. I guess apparently he was getting depressed in his jar. So one of the nurses um, picked up a syringe and she was poking holes in the lid to give him air, and she accidentally poked him and he died. So that was kind of too bad. They treated Fiona with antivenom, but noticed she wasn't getting any better. After she stabilized, they realized Fiona was experiencing heart failure. They discovered only 30% of her heart was functioning, and the left side of her heart had stopped completely. Essentially, she had had a heart attack. 
After a few more days, she was released from the hospital and has made a full recovery. She ended up keeping York's body, even though he died when I told you the nurse pricked him with a needle by accident. Mm -hmm. So that's what a funnel web spider can do. It can really fuck you up. And then essentially the spider gave her a heart attack and she nearly died. But of course, it was also partially... Australia's fault because they took forever to get an ambulance to her. <laughs> the ambulance didn't right. have any of the stuff she needed to survive. So whatever. But this is the thing that I found about milking a spider. I was really fascinated by the idea that you have to milk a spider to get its venom in order to create an anti-venom. So I went on to the internet search engines and I Googled milking a spider and lo and behold, here comes a video. And so I click on the video link and it's a researcher showing you how to milk a spider. And guess where she is, Carol? Where is she? Lewis and Clark College in Portland, no. Oregon. <laughs> I was like, are you kidding? Of course. <laughs> she goes, we go all over the world and we find poisonous spiders and we bring them back here to Portland and we milk them in our fucking lab. I'm like, really? Okay, I'm going to hunt bring her down. Here? Because we know about escaped things from labs, don't yes, we, Holly? Yes, we sure do. It makes me wonder, like, what do they do when they're done milking them? Do they just release them into the to our forests? Is that what they do? Like, Only a disgruntled employee would do that, <laughs> but hey. It was pretty fucked up. But the actual video is fascinating. What they first do is they put the spider to sleep. And um, like, I think they just put it, like, in a thing with some gas, and it makes it go to sleep. So it's not mm -hmm. dead. It's just sleeping. And then she takes it and she puts it into these like little prawn like things that holds it in place for her. And then um, she takes a little um, like syringe thing and she sprays a little bit of water on its fangs to clean off the dirt and the sand and all the stuff that, died, that the spider has collected from the world. Mm -hmm. um, so she gets them all cleaned out. And then she gets this weird vacuum thing that shocks the spider with a little bit of electricity. And that is quite fascinating to watch. So she gives it a little electric zap. All of its little legs curl up onto itself. And then with this other like um, glass cylinder thing she, that causes the spider to vomit. And then the venom comes out. So she sucks away the vomit and the venom gets sucked into this little tube. And the spider is such a deep sleeper that it doesn't wake up through any he of this. He doesn't have any idea what's going on. And the best part of the video is that when she gets done, she's got the spider sitting on her hand and she picks up its leg and waves goodbye with the spider. <laughs> oh my God. We have got to put that video up. We will. We definitely will. It's hilarious. She waves, waves the spider, waves goodbye. It's really funny. So anyway, it was fascinating. So I watched that. I also watched a second milking video of a, I think it was a funnel web spider. And what they do with those is a little different. Um, it makes it look a lot easier and a lot less techy. What they do is they antagonize him. So it causes him to rear up on his hind, on his hind legs. And then he exposes his veins when he does that. And then they take a little vial and then they just, um, you know, kind of uh, wipe the venom off of his veins and put it into a tube. You have to have some serious courage. To yes. be a milking scientist. spider milker, a spider, a spider milker. milker. Yes, I agree. And yeah, balls of steel to do that with such deadly spiders. I mean, right? It's just so nice to know. I, there's a whole like college with a lot of poisonous spiders right by me. <laughs> Down the street by, from your house. <laughs> I, 
can always welcome. count on you to make sure I have a good night's sleep. Always. That's right. Always. <laughs> Why didn't you call a, fumiga um, uh, uh, a fumigator? A fumigator. Thank you. Call a fumigator today and get your house taken care of right now because it is spider season. Mm -hmm. So it's probably a good idea. It's too bad we don't know a fumigator we could be um, advertising for right now. <laughs> so anyway, that is deadly spiders. I love it. It's I'm it's so scary. I know they're not ghosts, but my God, but they still like, hit that same nerve of what still, the fuck is that? Yes. It still is like one of the most terrifying things to hear about. I, I, when I hear about spider stories, it just, yeah, it's very traumatizing. Yeah. It's so scary. It's so scary. They're, you know, and the, the thing too is like, you can look at a spider and yeah, I mean, where we live, we probably aren't going to run into a lot of deadly spiders here. I mean, maybe a black widow, mm -hmm. maybe a brand recluse, but for the most part, like the funnel webs, I mean, they have a funnel web type of spider here, but the deadly ones like in Australia and then the banana spider, I mean, those are the big ones that are like those are really the worst scary. yeah well and when i got bit well, i've been bit now twice by poisonous spiders but oh, the geez. first time i was bit uh well both times i never saw the spider so yeah like, yeah you don't, if you know you see the spider and it's like attacking you i don't think you can recover from that like you would no. always have trauma yeah oh i agree I know. I don't know. I don't know how much hypnosis that would take. Months, years, <laughs> years of hypnosis. I don't think I'd ever come back. Yeah, you're freezing up yeah, on me, Carol. Carol's popping out, yeah. Carol, what? What? Again. <laughs> Carol, are you there? Toxic. I think the bandwidth is is cutting Starting, out. Maybe I need is. to like, like close my. Oh, yeah, turn your video off. Video uh -huh. part. She sounds like she's on pills. It was one of those two. It was hobo or recluse. I can't remember which one. I think the recluses are here. Personally, I think they are. I but... thought it was. I thought they said recluse, but you know wrong. what? I I I don't think that there's a tracking device for spiders to know. Like the wolves we have here in Oregon, I don't think you can put a tracking device on a spider to tell where it goes. So all they have to do is hop a train, and they can get here. It's not that hard. His arm was almost black, with track marks reaching towards his shoulder. There was, uh, the, this was the, the fuck. Their legs can span the fuck. Why is this hard? I'm just now starting. I'm already fucking this up. Okay. <laughs> oh my God. Put the shrimp on the barbie. <laughs> <laughs> was that a Australian accent? I don't even that like know a that South was. Texas. <laughs> that was horrible. That was horrible. I don't know. Cut that, Josh. That was awful. As the flames die down, do remain undaunted. Though all hitchhikers are ghosts, and all dolls are definitely haunted. Hey guys, be sure to follow us on Instagram. Our handle is at Fireside Phantoms. If you have a spooky story you would like to share with us, send it to firesidephantoms at gmail.com and you may hear it on a future episode.